Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Today's show is about two of my favorite things, my courageous and spunky niece Kayla and the martial arts. I've been involved in some form of karate, kung fu, or tai chi for the last 52 years of my life. And in spite of only knowing Kayla for the last 10, she's managed to make me love her more than all of my martial arts experiences combined. That is no small feat for someone with such small feet. Listen in as Nick and I discuss these two kick-ass influences in my life. I was with my great nieces this weekend, and the younger great niece is is Kayla, and she's wonderfully crazy. And when I say wonderfully crazy, if you love crazy, she's wonderfully crazy. If you don't love crazy, she's probably pretty obnoxious. Yeah. But um, well, if you can give them back, crazy is the best. I love I love this kid. But what made me laugh was her older sister, uh, who she outweighs by probably ten pounds, uh, and says something and this young one steps up and puts both her fists up and turns her head to the side like, are we going to go? And her mother says, Kayla, we talked about that. We don't do that. That's never an appropriate response. It made me laugh because I'm wondering, this kid is like 10 years old. How many people is she stepping up with the two fists up to? Yeah. You know, I've told stories about her before on this yes. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that she's a spunky human being, but this is the first time I ever saw her leading with her fists. And so uh, I was kind of glad mom stepped in because I didn't want to have to break up a fight there. Uh, but that, it was, that's. I mean, you didn't want to break it up because you kind of wanted to see what would happen. But. Oh, you almost always let it play out. Yeah. You know, and I'm not suggesting you let it play out by yelling, fight, 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 fight. I mean, you don't have to yell it. You don't have to do it. I can't stand that. Okay, we're going to talk real here, okay? I think some of the most obnoxious people in the world are the people who show up to fights and encourage the people to fight harder. I just... What if, oh, like just street fights and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, they may not even know the people who are fighting, but I see strangers show up and start to further encourage the violence, and it's just the most evil thing ever. No, I mean, they're real-life trolls. <laughs> exactly. As opposed to online trolls, which I guess are alive on some level. Yeah, that's yeah. the good point, though. That is... That's In what, real life, IRL trolls. trolls. They belong under bridges. Yeah. That's where they belong, not... Yeah, yeah. not next to street fights so going back to your niece what do you think about maybe introducing her to tai chi or something like that do you, well, i mean I, I doubt it's like a violent streak but i don't think she it obviously is. has a lot of energy well she's been watching a show a kid's show related to kids who do karate oh okay and she mentioned to me the last time that i saw her before this that she's interested in getting into karate and i think one of the great solutions here could be putting her into a good karate school because, and I'm not talking about Cobra Kai here where they teach people to go out and beat people up. That's really not the norm. I mean, sweeping the leg though, on occasion. <laughs> it's a real move and it should be used when needed. However, not overtly or aggressively. It should be used in self-defense. And most schools will will teach the kids, look, you don't pull this stuff out unless you really need it. And I actually had a karate teacher who if he found out that you fought and you weren't being attacked at that time, he would make you pay in the class. He would have other students attack you and show you what that feels like Oof. and uh and yeah i guess it was illuminating yeah because uh, i had only one fight that he learned about where i was the aggressor and after that i learned my lesson and uh and i'm, I'm proud of that lesson i thought that's a good thing so maybe uh maybe we'll get into a karate class that'll be a good thing that'd be good what is in your mind because i i when it comes to martial arts mm-hmm. like i i know there's differences oh, yeah. and i watch movies and tv shows that 
obviously get it totally wrong, I'm sure. Some of them do of, and some of them yeah. don't. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, they have people who jump up. 10 feet in the air. Oh, yeah. And there's wire work. And, yeah. Yeah. There's, so there's a difference in terms of the martial arts of the movies. But there's a difference in the martial arts themselves. You've got like Tai Chi, which is an internal form, which is very gentle and soft, but does have martial applications. And then you've got like its sister martial art, which is Wushu, Kung Fu, which if you see them, if you were to slow down Wushu to maybe 120th of its speed, it looks like Tai Chi. Mm, okay. If you were to speed up Tai Chi to 20 times its speed, it would look like Wushu very much. There's a very connection. But then there's like Taekwondo where it's a lot of kicks. The Korean martial arts are largely focused on knees and, and kicks and heels. And uh, and the Japanese are more focused on punches and weapons. And uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a wide range. I've had the benefit of studying... A Korean martial art, a Chinese martial art, uh, a couple of Japanese martial arts, and an Okinawan martial art. So I've actually had the chance to see the differences between these and experience them. And now I'm like too old to use most of them. Uh, but I know a lot of stuff, and I know where to hit you to make you stop. So uh, I, usually that's all it takes. If I know where to hit you and I can get to that spot with just a little pinky on my right hand, yeah, we're okay. What I appreciate is you have that look like when I know when to stop because you give me that look and I just take my stuff and leave. <laughs> so we have so far never gotten to that point. But I was curious then. So one of the reasons you ended up uh, focusing on, is that the right term, Tai Chi? Is that what you would yeah. say? Well, I mean, I chose to concentrate on it, really. I mean, it's it's just the next martial art that I chose to study. But mm -hmm. this one is the one I've been studying. Only one other martial art. Uh, I studied longer than this one. I've been in this one for more than seven years now. And uh, I love it. I'll do this one for the rest of my life. And I yeah. will teach. I, I plan on teaching actually soon. I'm going to, uh, in the next couple of years, I will find a place where I can bring people in and teach them what I've learned from my master, who is a wonderful teacher, Master Luo Li in Winter Springs. He really, we went to China with this guy. Yeah. We got to work out with the Chinese national team and I got to see what a legend he was in front of his his. Uh, former um, competitor and all the new students there. And it was really, it, it was something that bolstered me to want to learn more from him yeah. in the process. But I would recommend it to anybody. I would love for you to show up to a Tai Chi class just to see what that feels like. It's a, it's a unison of your breathing, your balance, and your movement in a way that you walk away feeling more energized than when you walk up to it, uh, which kind of goes against all principles of using your energy on something. Hey, it's Nick. And... I would like to show up for that class, but first I have some work to do. I have to get over this thing in my head that holds me back from doing Tai Chi or yoga or eating corn in public. That idea that people are looking at me and judging me, or I'm gonna look silly, or I'm gonna look wrong. But I couldn't think of a better teacher than Bob to help me through that. Thanks for listening.